The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He's in the Minutemen Alliance with me, and he's Will Simmons. And he hasn't voted, been voted out by Josh yet, but it's soon to come. Spencer Kelly. And this is After Reality. It's the Mixed Bag Podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy 4 Reality, Fantasy the numeral 4 realitycom where there are games live right now for Bachelor in Paradise, Golden Bachelor, Survivor, and Big Brother. Um, not too late to join any of those. Play along with your friends. Play along with your colleagues. And here on the Mixed Bag today, we're talking... A big week in Big Brother. We're going to have a, a an extended week because we're we're recording in a kind of a different time slot. So we got a lot to cover on Big Brother. We have the challenge. It's second to last episode of the Challenge USA, and finally, um, the the takeoff point for Survivor episode three. It it it, it got good. We got a really good episode. So plenty to talk about. That all being said, well, what is the good work? Yeah, I haven't like cheered out loud for multiple shows uh in the same week in a while but survivor and big brother and the challenge all with great endings these last three episodes a lot of a lot of hollering at the television like oh, yeah I yeah like that, i knew you should have done it you were <laughs> that, ball, you that, that ball doesn't come out of the hopper or when as the candle melts or, or uh, yep. uh all the the secret vetoes double vetoes yeah yeah that was hell of a all-star week for all three shows like and i watched them like within a day of each other so like it was like bam 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 (laughs) yeah and uh and obviously if you if you didn't check it out and you like the bachelor uh bachelor nation pod bachelor in paradise and golden bachelor went up uh beginning of the week and those two are doing pretty well as well so a lot going on and coming up on my birthday i get um we get the challenge that week and and on i think on my actual birthday i get winter house um so just it's just it just keeps coming truly is your birthday <laughs> truly is your birthday <laughs> just keeps coming um maybe maybe kyle and schwartz will will come say hi and, and i and i've i've since it's a mixed bag i'll talk about it like i'm really liking special forces uh i'm i it's it's pretty interesting some of the people just like when they quit, you're like, oh, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the uh, Brian Austin Green qu- just woke up one morning and quit, and I was like, Come on, David Silver. Like, I know you're almost 50 years old, but I expect more from you. Like, I, I need you to be a little tougher here. Whereas in like <laughs> I, Tyler Cameron, you know, you're just like, Well, this guy's gonna do it. Like, you, you know, he's he's not quitting. Yeah, it's Tyler Cameron. Yep. DC. <laughs> um, but uh, but let's go ahead and get into it before we do. You want to remind everybody where they can find us online? Uh, sure, will you can follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download them Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. Check our website afterrealitypodcast.com. Yeah. And let's we'll pick up with the Bowie HOH um, where she she doesn't nominate cam she puts Sari and felicia on the block which good idea bad idea don't really know kind of felt like she could have fired the shot at um cory in america herself uh, mm-hmm. but 
Cam had campaigned against Corey. Corey had campaigned against Cam. And that led us in to the POV where Cam didn't get to play. Um, Bowie drew Matt. Sari drew Jag. Felicia drew America. Can you just imagine if Cam could have hung around one more week for secret HOH and double POV and being able to play the following HOH? Yeah. Absolute chaos, as as he says. Oh, he like he would have written written the script for the for the show. And I I still don't understand. Like, there's plenty of fans out there that don't like Cam. Like, is he not the most likable person on the season? Am I am I that off base? I mean, the interior of the house isn't a big fan of him either. I don't know. I, I, maybe just because he seems brash and like a little too like his head's a little too big about things, or he's whatever he does is a little more uh, egotistical, I guess. But I don't know. I, I thought he played the game well uh, up until this point. <laughs> so, I mean, he was smarter than they thought. Really good at comps. He was a he was a great narrator for us. Yeah. Probably the best. I don't know what they call it. It's not an ITM like it is in The Bachelor's. Like, confessional? Di- diary room. That's what it's called, right? Diary room. Uh, but uh, he's kind of suspicious. Starts getting suspicious of Bowie, and Jag is throwing him under the bus to Bowie. But Jag, like, really twisted what Cam said to, tr- to throw him under the bus, which oh, yeah. really bummed me out. I wanted the. Fu- I, I, I felt like the fugitives could have gone to, could have really run this thing to the end. They they would have run it to the end, especially what we see this week from um, the double veto kind of situation Jack puts himself in. But I get it. Cam's a tough threat. You have a shot to take him. For the for anyone else's game, this was the best move. But for personal, uh, you know, uh, opinion, I, I really wanted him to stick around and see how far he get. I kind of felt like they could have. He he was a tool available to them for a couple more weeks. Oh, totally. He's a threat. He's everyone's threat. So like. Use him as your target, you know, just your the whole, dummy. The whole survivor mentality, right? Like, I keep in a, a big shield in the game to help myself. Yeah. yeah. Get- and if you and if you can protect him, you get his, like, you get his good graces for a week, right? So it's like, oh, I protected you. Stick around. You know, so. Exactly. Which Bowie was doing, and I actually, I think, like, if, if anyone could have used Cam, it was actually Bowie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like she could. I feel like she still could go to the vinyl like three because like she's so likable and she hasn't done much besides her one hoh, which turns out to be a pretty good move, but like not a huge resume outside of that. So she would have to tell an incredibly compelling story of what she did, which I, I'd be hard to figure out what the the yeah. main talking points are on that resume, which would be the second most she's ever talked in the show. <laughs> Scrambleverse gives us a nice Zingbot, and then Otev as the Zingbot, which is something new for us. Um, and Sari. Well, first off, I know you like Zingbot. Anything you want to say about the Zingbot? Uh, I mean, I was a little like the the the, the good Zingbot. I was like, I really want to get screwed here. Like, this is like an all time moment for the show and for the cast, and like we're getting this nice version. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, the the song about Comerica was pretty great. Oh, yeah. the Like, it started off kind of weird with the Zingbot. Like, at first I was like, oh, these are okay. But then it just kept getting better and better and better. And then the Comerica song was unbelievable. Absolutely. 
unbelievable. Everybody else gets a zing, and I get an entire like two minute song. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, Not the best Zingbot overall that I've ever seen, but like strong ending. The zing, Zingbot's usually the best, like gathered around the kitchen counter kind of thing. As they begin this OTEV competition with the with Zingbot, like Sari could not have screwed this up anymore. Like she screws it up, botches it in round one, she's out. Uh, and in round two, America drops her photo down the waterfall, she loses, and you end up with Jag versus Bowie. And and Jag wins his POV, his third POV, which fast forward, he's gonna pick up his fourth one again real soon. And he likes to pull Felicia off the block. Bowie puts Cameron up against Suri and 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 I and I was upset. Um he he was did a good job, I thought, of making sense to like Suri um really setting the stage for her to see what this game looks like. And she was like, Oh, like Cameron knows what's going on here. Um, mm-hmm. but that doesn't matter if Sari can't affect change. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, he, 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 as usual, he played he strategic strategizes around what's happening, shares the right information to the right people. So he's definitely setting things up, but it's like, it's too late at this point. Everyone knows how powerful, I mean, he's literally been on the block like two, three times, got off one, HOH, one veto. It's like the writings on the wall. Like <laughs> he thought that, her and Felicia were still running the house like they were when Izzy and Jared were there. And then she was like, oh, no, Matt and Jag are running this house. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, honestly, I-, I love those guys. Like, they're so much fun to watch. Like, they're very, they're, they dote on each other. The Minutemen thing is awesome. Like, they, but they are definitely running this house. And they have taken full full control of it, uh, especially with Cameron being out. But And it's a very laid-back running of the house, though, is what oh, yeah. I mean. Um, anyone, at- that's, anyone that's had too much power... Or in and push it around, push it around has basically been kicked out as soon as they could, or or Cameron stuck around. Everyone else has been moved out. Anyone that's been a little too powerful loses their power pretty quick. So this house has been pretty chill. Yeah, and then Matt and Jag uh, are kind of looking at pulling in Bowie, maybe Felicia and Serene going after Camerica. Uh, that way, that's people in the final that you can beat. Cameron goes home 5-0, and then Comic Week is incoming. We get this thing that crash lands in the HOH bedroom, and we learn that there's going to be this uh, duplicity veto, which I think we we only learn that. They, they don't tell the house at that point in time. Um, and a Thursday live eviction. Um, but uh, Sunday night, a, a late broadcast. That this thing has been coming on pretty late on Sundays. Uh we get this BB HOH power of invisibility, which is pretty interesting. But with so few people, it it makes it hard to hide. Yeah, uh, you did this like two weeks in, two weeks before this, and this is, becomes like, oh crap! Like if Cameron and Jared are still there, you really are like pins and needles the whole time. Yeah, and the biggest piece is that. You can compete in HOH again next week because no one's supposed to know who you are, even though yeah, even though Jack spills the beans to everyone. I just, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, it, it, like I said though before, if Cam could have made it one more week, uh, BB Comics. Um, all we know is the winning time is visible. Uh, BB Comics is a tough one to. It takes Always. a long time on television. They really need to cut it down because once one person has gone through it, like they should just speed it up and get like a bite from each one and move through because it is it is a trudge. I I fast forwarded through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, only reason why I don't watch it is because sometimes you'll learn a few things and it's like oh like it'll tip like before you find out who won. Sometimes you'll like get a tip of like okay this person actually did pretty good, 
but ultimately it doesn't matter. I mean, like it really doesn't matter, but I feel like there's enough to keep me going. <laughs> Eight and a half minutes. We know it's anyone not named Bowie and nobody's sharing their time. Blue and blue is acting sad. There's suspicion of Jag, Matt, Corey suspicion that blues overacting. Uh, and finally, like in a moment where it's just Matt and Jag, it, he gives the wink and it's like, Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. I'm glad he won because, like, if he if Corey wins this, which I thought Corey, I thought Corey and Jag were the two best options at this. Um, unfortunately, I don't think Matt, as athletic as he is, like, he's not the strongest mentally. Uh, so I figured he would struggle with this. But uh, Jag needed this win. I'm big, I'm big win. Yeah, and Corey, like, on a a really long delay, does tell Comerica he's HOH, but I don't think they actually believe him. Um, oh, really? But that was before nominations. Oh, which the nominations were were by the the voice of BB, um, which sounded just like some guy in the control room that, that was announcing it. Uh, they could have gotten the bear brother guy to do it, um, but <laughs> Felicia, Felicia and Blue, they're the nominees, which seemed like pretty weak sauce. Very. Like, why wouldn't you just go Comerica right out the gate? Uh, that, that's what I understand. I'm like. Jag and Matt are running the house. Well, to keep running the house, you have to have all the power. And if you have the only other team, team duo in the house still around, that takes away from you being running the house. I, I don't understand how this even came up. I mean, at first, I'm like, Jag is completely long playing this. He's saying it's these two, and it's definitely not. But you find out, no, that was the whole. That's what he wanted. He wanted those two, one of those two out of the house, or one of the one of those two blue or uh, out. So it's like, dude, I feel like blue is a good ally for them. Absolutely. Absolutely, like she's a floater too. Like she's in the middle. Like she has no power. Why are we getting rid of a floater at this point? You, t- you two guys pull in flip or pull in blue and Bowie, and get rid of the other four. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. Also, blue competes well. Like as we see this episode, like she can, she does okay in these competitions. But like, what are you getting rid of her for? Like when when she's not busy playing blue, meaning yeah, character, yeah, uh, kitty kitty purr. Yeah, because sometimes she seems fairly normal, and then other times you're just like. You're a cartoon act. No, yeah. totally. Yep. No, because I think generally she's a good person and good at this game, but yeah, her character takes over, and I'm like, I could care less. <laughs> uh, the POV, there'll be all eight of them are playing, and we're playing two comps back to back. So before we get to that, Jag tells Comerica he won. And I'm like, why are you telling anyone but Matt? That's the only person needs to know this. Only person needs to know this. Because like, if he gets back to anyone else, you're fucked the next week. Like, everyone's going to find out. But, like, I'm like, why are you telling anyone? Like, keep Corey fucking worried. You know, like, keep that dude on the edge. You keep talking about how comfortable they are. Like, I don't understand why we have to tell him anything. Yeah, well, and <clears throat> building a resume and it, what they don't know about the res- your resume benefits you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But they go to POV. Everybody gets to play. We're playing two comps. Uh, first one is a classic the standing on the rope disc platforms, which they did a better job of cutting that one down because that was obviously a long comp. It's so long. That would been painful. For sure. It gets down to Jag in America. Jag takes the first POV. And the second POV, I was kind of disappointed it wasn't a real competition. Yeah. And also, you're making Jag do it again. And I, But I mean, like, I think Blue had it nailed in. She's like, he was just up there for almost two hours. She's like, he is not going to have much time left at all. So, I mean, she played it well. But I'm like, that's weird. They wouldn't let someone compete for it. Yeah, we should have gone so. straight to a standing in a line of phone booth mental comp. Uh, yeah. Thought for sure it was a mental comp. For sure. A traditional, like, that the ones they do on live TV that they can get through. Yeah. This wasn't. I do, if I'm Jag though, I'm like hell yeah, I'm gonna go win five hundred dollars for fifteen seconds. Like this is, I'll do it. <laughs> Thirty five hundred bucks for Jag, um, and uh, it ends up being 
America, or excuse me, uh, uh, Blue, like within five seconds. Yeah. Uh, she wins a POV. Felicia and Sari get these punishments, which are kind of kind of funny. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't have wanted to be Felicia being locked away at this stage in the game, not knowing what's going on. Yeah, no, that's tough. And also, like that time drug on, and you have your portable bathroom in your room. Like that's funky. Yeah. <laughs> Someone come in and swap out the the bag on the toilet or whatever is on it. Yeah. Also, the dress up one, Sari getting punished is hilarious because she hates it so much. But it's all these fun, punishments are more fun if the person leans into a little bit rather than like she did half assed everything. Like everything was just half assed. She's so over it. And I get it. But I'm like, these are fun if you're like, all right, let's, you know, like put a little energy into it. But like, she obviously. Like when, Jack, when Jack was the rooster, he was. Yeah. Absolutely. Or the but, pigs, you know, yeah. like lean into it. Yeah. The cliffhanger ha- out of this, though, is. Jag has told everyone not named Comerica that Comerica is are both going on the block as replacement nominees. Yeah. Awesome. I'm like I would like we were so fired up. And the fact he's telling everybody, I'm like, there's no way in hell he reverses this. He reverses this, he is on bad footing with everybody in the house and then because everybody wants them out. Everybody. So uh, yeah. yeah. I assume they send Corey home. I would think. I would I mean like Although why I wouldn't you? Corey figuring out a deal. Like some sort of deal. Obviously, I don't really know you can trust Corey, but he he could come up with a deal of some sort and 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 make that. And it he is. I'm gonna lean toward America coming up with a deal to keep herself secure. She's super smart. I think she's got. She also has not been a threat in much where Corey has, as supposed to be a threat. Uh, I think she's gonna she's gonna screw him over pretty hard, <laughs> which is gonna be great. <laughs> like to that shield kind of conversation. He he is a shield to keep around, but if you were going to keep a shield around, you could could have kept the one that you trusted more in Cameron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great episode. All-time turnaround in an episode. Good for Blue. Love seeing her win. Yeah. Um, Fantasy for reality. Uh, you are still crushing it. You're breaking Big Brother team 420 to my 289. I have America and Jag left. Um, but... Which, which you could end up with a winner. That's the thing. Even though you might not win it, you could end up with a winner. You end up with a winner, but Probably not going to win this game, but we'll we'll see. Long way to go. Uh, let's shift gears and talk about the Challenge USA, um, the treason for the season. And didn't know what that meant when I saw the name of the episode, but I do now. And it's the last episode before the final. And we kind of open up talking about what the money means to a lot of these different people. Unfortunately, we did not hear from Corey on uh, on his kids, uh, but fortunately, uh, he has them. But yeah, but fortunately for me. You did send me an uh, uh, Instagram post where he is building a house for his kids, which makes me wonder, did he win this season? <laughs> I know. I was like, what? I didn't think about it at the time, but afterwards, I, I sent it to somebody else, and they were like, so what are you saying? I'm like, well, it's kids. I thought it was a kid joke, and he was like, did he win? I'm like, oh, crap. I didn't think about it. Yeah. Also, I want to talk about Josh for a second. Fuck this guy. Like, this whole episode, fuck him all together. But the fact that he's complain- saying how he needs his money for his parents, he won more money on Big Brother than he did. He will win in this game if he gets a chance. And where is that money now, Josh? If you need to c- buy them a house or whatever you need to do, like where did that money go? Yeah, and assuming like Josh like has no money when he wins five hundred k, the taxes are a lot lower because tax brackets a lot lower, right? Yeah. Uh, they usually say like, what do you you, you only take home like fifty five sixty percent of a pool, of a pot, but like if you're in a really low tax bracket, you take home more. Yeah. And yep. what did he do with that? Also, he lives in Florida, so no taxes, no state taxes. <laughs> yeah, doesn't have to pay the state income tax, although. I don't know how the taxation works on reality winnings. Is it based on where you right. or where you won it? Right, 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 right. Did you win yeah. it in Cartagena or somewhere Cartagena. else? But anyway, fuck Josh. 
Yeah. Into the final <laughs> challenge, though, these big hot air balloons, a balance beam between two kind of rope ladders, and we're down to 10 players. Win today, going to the final. Game's called Burst Your Bubble. And race up the ladder one at a time across the balance beam to the opposite hot air balloon all for time. Pretty rudimentary challenge. Yeah, but that rope ladder, freaking tough. Moving rope ladders, tough. I'm, I've never climbed one. I certainly haven't climbed one hanging off of a helicopter or in a hot air balloon. Um, but no one seemed to like extremely struggle at it, right? No, I also, I think they did a good job on like Big Brother does. They didn't show every bit of it where they kind of like, oh, they got to the top. But I think some people were, it was a little tougher. Um, also, just that beam across moving, that moving to between two uh, balloons like in the air, like that, that was pretty intense as a, <laughs> as a move. But it went uh, fall off. I couldn't believe it. No. I mean, at this point, we're dealing with some of the better athletes in the group, right? Like, minus, like, I think Cassidy, who's proven herself to be gr- really good. Like, I wouldn't consider her, like, an extreme athlete here. Well, the rest of them are pretty damn fit. For this even if it's not a great athlete, you could have really good balance. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I just feel like we're, our level of competition is pretty high at this point. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Cassidy, she was a bit slower up the ladder, but nervous at the beam. She completes it. Corey climbs the ladder. All arms. Did you see that? That nope. was insane. Just pull-ups the whole way. Um, I wouldn't have wanted to have to turn around and like do something else after. Um, no, that guy's uh, a beast. He, I mean, I know he has a one in one, but he is an animal. Uh, you know, Debbie, Desi wobbles her way through. Chanel beats Josh up the ladder. Yeah, and, um, and Chris gets up the ladder. And I, I like the like the look from like Fessy at Bananas. He's like, I was faster, right? And it was like <laughs> these guys have a relationship. Um, yeah, it was like a they have a even if they don't always play on the same page there's a like athletic respect between them like it, like trust each other's opinion on what they saw i uh, i think if fessy wins one eventually johnny probably sides with fessy more i just think johnny looks at him as like yeah you haven't done yet, done anything yet <laughs> stretch, 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 little yeah. Yeah. all right um tori gets it done bananas and michaela they're neck and neck and michaela the more, like Johnny said in this, the more terrified she is, the better she performs. It's it's the most uncanny thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and she got she got up there apparently so fast that she could sit there and freak out, yeah, on the beam and still win this thing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Beats Tori by fourteen seconds, um, and Fessy beats Chris by three seconds. Or sorry, the other way around. Chris beats Fessy by three seconds. Um, which the guy is like. I don't. What is he? A cat? Something motivated for sure. <laughs> something, something with a lot of lives. Uh, cockroach. Yeah. Uh, uh, back at the house, Fessy. Soon as he brings up that he's anticipating hall brawl because they haven't seen it, it's like okay, well we're obviously going to play hall brawl. Um, yeah, nice little. No reason. No no reason to stick that into that. Edit. Who knows? That might have been from two weeks ago that he said that. <laughs> well, I mean, he did say that we haven't had it yet. Yeah, I mean. It's- Timing wise, probably could be out of it, but uh, no, it's true. We haven't had it, even though it's not guaranteed every season. I feel like we get it more often these last few seasons yeah. of challenges. Got some thoughts on it. Let's get to it in a second. Um, oh, yeah. Deliberations. Michaela wants to nominate Cassidy because she gave Tori her word she wouldn't. Chris thinks bananas will get votes, so he's kind of leaning towards putting in Fessy. So they nominate Cassidy and Fessy. And then we go into this Josh. Oh. Before we get to Josh. I think it's bullshit Cassidy went in there. Like, I get it. Michaela's trying to keep her girls. But, like, this is bullshit. Cassidy has done not, more than anyone else on that girls team, and she still has to keep proving it. Like, total bullshit. Yeah, at this point in time, I'm Michaela. 
I'm looking for the weak, the strongest girl, and I'm trying to get her out. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you, you have to beat the next person. Like Cassidy is beatable because obviously she's not winning these challenges by herself. But like one on one, she might lose. But like in a long term group setting, you're probably going to beat Cassidy. <laughs> I'm looking around. Who's the best distance runner here? And that person's going in. Probably Tori. I mean, Tori's trains has been training for this a lot longer. So get one, and, and she was what she was a soccer player, and yeah, absolutely. But Josh, go ahead. Josh, he doesn't want to vote in bananas. Feels like Corey should be his vote. And he swears on his grandfather in heaven that he won't put bananas in. Which, all right. Sounds like the West situation all over again, by the way. Tori's made a deal with Corey and Fessy to protect them. So she is between bananas and Josh. Josh is crying for the umpteenth time this season. And I was pretty sure his ball said Corey that he put into the thing. And maybe it's a Desi. Yeah. Or, or, and, but then he tells bananas that it's like, I put you in and then immediately starts crying. Like if you're going to put him in, don't cry about it. Yeah. Own it. You, you chose it. This is just like this with Wes. He's like, Oh, Wes has helped me out so much in this game, but I have to put him in there. I'm like, you don't have to, you don't have to Josh. You were a regular on this show and what you do in one season affects your, your outcomes in, in future seasons. Yeah. And you just burned a very important bridge. Yep. Maybe, maybe the most important bridge. Yep. And like, I get it. He's, he's loyal. Fessy and him are probably closer than he and bananas, like overall, but like, but he and Corey aren't. No, he, Corey is, Corey is easily expendable to you. Easily expendable. Even though I love Corey, I want Corey to win one just to get one under his belt. But like Corey's expendable in this, in this, in this, this triage. I mean, like pick, pick the guy you is expendable. And I know Fessy doesn't necessarily want to go against Corey, but like you got to beat him at some point. Like Fessy, if you're this good, got to beat him anyway. I mean, and, and if Josh was so upset last week about not earning his stripes, put yourself in. Yep, if you're that if you're that determined. Yeah. Also, I like when bananas, bananas and Tori are talking, or Tori's talking to Josh, and Banana walks in, and he's like, "She's like, I voted for you, Josh," and he's like, and "She's like, why did you vote for Josh? Vote for Corey. Y'all are all idiots." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "We've been together this whole time. Like, yeah. you guys, both lose your heads. Yeah. Like." Johnny usually angles things to where it is his side of things because that's what Johnny does and that's how he wins things. But like lots of times it makes sense for the long haul, especially in the last like five or six seasons of the show where he's like, he's not the number one dog anymore, but he, he, hasn't like, guys, around, he hasn't been around this long doing it this well for this long, uh, for this duration of time without like having his ducks in a row on strategy. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's insane. And like, I, I'm watching this kind of late at night. And so I was watching it and just like, I was damn near yelling, just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. You put Corey in and, and you, and it, it would have been a battle. Yeah. Uh, also, do you think Fessy is going to lie down and let you win this thing? If you take him to the final, I don't think so. So you might as well take a chance with it now. So Fessy and Cassidy versus the hopper. Tori gets two balls. Desi one Chanel five. Corey one, Josh two, bananas five. So the odds are Chanel and bananas go in. And TJ said it every time this season. He didn't say it this time though. You only need one. Yeah. And I, I was stoked that Josh's name came out of the thing. And like sweet, sweet vengeance. Bananas sees another day, which is always good in my book. And like, but I couldn't help. But think like, did the producers do this? <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I don't care if they stepped in or not. This was exactly what this episode needed because I'll be honest. Like this season has been fun, but like it's not a real challenge season. Like they they take a lot of liberties with other things, but they don't do in the regular challenge. It's a lot more CBS style. 
I get it. But like, this is the kind of crap you watch a challenge for is like these turn of the, 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 the heel or a pivot in the situation that changes everything. And this was exactly what this kind of season in this episode needed for sure. Yeah. It's hall brawl, but with uh, some twist, a pad for initial impact and then a puzzle to complete before ringing the bell. Is this not the worst bastardization of a challenge a hallmark that you've ever seen? This is the CBS version of Hall Brawl. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, this is the CBS version. Like, the challenge version and other versions, like, I think they let them go apeshit each other. This is the CBS version. Yeah. If you want to do the pad, okay. Don't do the puzzle also. You pick one. Pick one. Uh, the puzzle n- negates anything to do with Hall Brawl. Yeah. Unless you, like, are left limp on the floor of the hall of the hall and can't get to the puzzle. Yeah. I don't mind the puzzle if if the pad's not there because the pad being there, it's like okay, we're gonna run into each other and like the guys still went full force, but like now we're just kind of like oh, we hit each other a little safely now and now we just have to get by each other because ultimately there's just puzzles the way to go. Fine, no no pad, let them run into each other and pack some damage, like ring the bell kind of thing, and then try to figure a puzzle out. But I don't know. This is a CBS version. That's why I'm like this is not the challenge. This is the challenge, you know, USA. So <laughs> I just don't like. Are they worried about like the um, CTE Violence. coming for them? Violence, even though CBS is an NFL channel. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's the CBS version of this game, so I take it. Take that what it is. I I hope that this doesn't happen on Hall Brawl on the the flagship. Right. I can't imagine. Chanel wins the initial impact against Cassidy. Turns kind of into a stalemate. The puzzles like counting these squares. Chanel gets the W. The contact doesn't even really matter. And we're on to the guys where Josh like does a pretty decent job holding his ground against Fessy better than you would think he would in the hall, but it doesn't matter. Uh, and Fessy just games the puzzle. He doesn't, get, I, like this was totally a Johnny move. Like I'm just gonna go back and forth. Yeah. numbers. And smarter, and, not harder. Yeah. Which is, I get it. I had a buddy that was mad. He's like, that's cheating. I'm like, is it? You're just counting. You're just telling them numbers. It doesn't matter how you get to that number. Like, you're just saying numbers. Like, who cares? <laughs> and it, they both done, if they both done the same thing, I would have been up there like, all right, what number did he say? Okay, I'm, that was wrong. I'm going to say that. So, so I'm not saying the same number. I mean, I, I got to think you can hear him. Like, I can't imagine they walk up there like, five. <laughs> but they must not have heard him because men's and women's, they were saying that duplicating numbers. Is it eight? Yeah. Oh, felt like it was more. More than one, but either way, either way, Fessy proved it right. I mean, like, just just guess the numbers. Uh, Josh didn't deserve to win this anyway, so like, good for Fessy. He gets another final shot, but yeah, yeah. Fessy, bananas, Chris, Corey, the the survivor triumvirate, and Tori on the women's side, and uh, we're headed for the final next week, or actually, I guess that will be on uh, October nineteenth. Will be the final, uh, and then the new challenge. Season 39 uh, starts October 25th, where we'll f- crown a new champion because the 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 big stars aren't part of the main cast. We'll, well, I guess we'll learn a little bit more about that as we go. Yeah, uh, I will say that this final, as far as talent goes, probably one of the strongest finals as far as all around yeah. competitors. Yeah, one of the best men's fields, period. For sure, for sure. Oh. And I mean, none of them have won it except Johnny. So there's very possible first time winner. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that going forward, if Chris becomes a regular, he he bananas reels him in as part of his crew. That guy's real good. Like yeah. really good. 
Uh, I, I, it sucks that no one's friends with that guy because I'm like, dude, that's gonna suck to be killing it and you have literally no one to hang out with, like casually. Yeah. Bananas needs to reel him in. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And he needs a. And I think Chris would be open to like working with him for sure. Like, yeah, dude, no problem. <laughs> Seems really even keel, right? Yeah. 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 You know, he also has kids. Also. <laughs> um. Let's go to Survivor. No Man Left Behind, Episode Three. I I'm anticipating this candle thing coming into the episode, and we come back and Sabaya, Sabaya, I kind of forgotten had gotten Emily's shot in the dark to hold at the last thing, gives it back to her as a bit of an olive branch, and the talk shifts immediately to the reading of the votes last week, and Emily shifting back to like bully Emily, like inquiring about who did who didn't vote other than Brandon, and. Does Sabaya tell her, or is it just kind of like an ongoing fight? Um, I don't think she tells her. No, I don't, I don't remember her telling but, her, at least. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, it becomes a little more obvious later with the talk of the, the candle, right? Yeah. Uh, over at I Blue, remember, yeah. this Jake guy falls, kind of has a minor seizure after blowing on the fire embers and like just like starts seizing, which, to our knowledge, no medical comes in. No, uh, but then he bounces back and starts bonding with Kendra, who previously was like out on him. Yeah, I feel like that's the tribe we know the least about the blue yeah. one, which yeah. is which is where Bruce is, right? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. all we know is crazy. Yeah, I mean they've won, they've won or been in the middle, so like there's really hasn't much much reason to. Yeah, until now, the red team, um, and early in the season I call them by their colors because I can't remember their 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 names. Uh, red Riva, I believe, is their name. Uh, Austin chomping at the bit to go find this hidden immunity aisle, right? Like he knows it's at this X, uh, X of trees and he's out. He's recruited Drew to help him. But then D and Julie are like, what are you guys doing? And then they become the, a group of four helping each other look for this thing. And it's like, I wouldn't want to be Sifu on that track. Um, at all. He wasn't out. That guy seems annoying as well. Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't out spying this time, but uh, they, they kind of tell a half truth and then later on in the episode come clean about what, what was actually going on there. And with the longer episodes of the season, we're, we're getting separate reward and uh, immunity challenges, which has become less in vogue the last few seasons, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which I don't know if I need or like. What are your thoughts? I feel like we're we're getting to know them faster. So when we we, we really know the yellow tribe in and out, so much time oh, spent yeah. on them. But like we've learning about the red tribe. I think I feel like we're getting more out of each episode because we're able to spend a little more time with like the knowing the people rather than just like games vote out. Right. Um, I, I've enjoyed it so far. I mean, I think when the the challenge with that ninety minute version, it was also like cool. We can get a full episode instead of like a cliffhanger at the end, which I know Survivor doesn't really do very often. Um, and so same thing that happened for the challenge with ninety minutes get more story and and not just competition. I also wonder if this season begat 90 minutes because there was so much going on, right? Like it turns out like, oh, we actually have a lot of content we can cover because this is kind of nowhere to move it to 90 minutes. Apparently Probst had been campaigning for it for a while to get 90 minutes, just other seasons. And I think maybe the writer's strike was the, the catalyst to let this happen. I mean, I'm good with it if it's if it if it means there's more interesting story. I don't need it just to drag on just so we can like find out some weird fact about somebody once every now and, yeah, and then. And I don't want to do it just to have a twist, right? No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the the winning tribe gets to send one person to the other camp and steal an item in addition to getting these fruit platters. Um, and it's are you good with a fruit platter? 
just a fruit platter. It's it's something. It's 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 carbs that you that you're getting, which is good. Sugar, always tasty. Yeah. So it's it's better than coffee and ice cream. <laughs> I hadn't said that yet this season. Um, Hasn't come up yet. <laughs> uh, but ball ball shooting, shockingly, Lulu does well. They win this thing, um, and they uh, wild that they win. Right? They've been dog shit, and they finally get rid of Brandon. And look what happens. <laughs> well, and it's something that Caleb can just beast them through, right? Totally. That guy is setting himself out to be quite the quite the 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 shining star of the season. Him and Austin kind of seem like they could run run the house. Yeah, and Caleb's the one that goes on the camp. Right? They go to Red Riva, and he gets fishing gear. He gives Drew. What? A goodwill. What a move by him to to talk to them. Like he really that kid has got it going on up top. I'd love to meet with each of you individually. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um he but Drew gets his goodwill advantage, which allows him to vote even if he's lost his vote, which is an incredible thing, right? And yeah. I assume it's transferable if he needs to give someone a vote, right? Yeah. Um and afterwards Julie joins Austin and Drew and kind of hunting for an idol over there and, and uh D joins in and that's when we get this buried rope and all of these kind of ensuing things, a hammer, uh, smashing a rock, and then eventually an idol for Austin that's only good for one tribal council. Yeah. But if you sacrifice which is crazy. Rope, good until everyone is on the beach together, which is huge if you can huge. wait one time. Yeah. Uh, also, getting this idol, um, wow. Like, if it's just him trying to figure this out versus this team, I don't know if it happens. <laughs> yeah it's like i like it i like the fact it was i had one you had to work for and it, it resoluted re- resulted in them having to combine forces uh because that would have been sucking just to know it's there and you can't find it by yeah, yourself. I, I like that it's not the same at every tribe right no every, yeah, it's different right uh over at lulu yellow tribe sean and sabaya are like scheming their their best buddy and obvious threat caleb needs to go and i'm like are you guys crazy <laughs> yeah, y'all aren't going to win shit with this guy. You need to be able to compete, and you like you, you can't do that because even though we have drop your buffs next week, I'm I don't know if that's at the beginning. Right. Like, also, like I think this is the uh, the fruit talking. Yeah, like well, fruit head <laughs> sugar rush. <laughs> Imagine the sugar high. Wow, we can do this without him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's blue, where like a lot of talk about Bruce and no longer about Jake. But Brando and Kelly seem to be kind of the linchpins over there. It seems to be like two on either side, uh, the guys and the girls, and then the two of them sit in the middle, which gives them an interesting kind of power position as two, like not the strongest players, but that's yeah. what happens on this show. You think Brando goes by Brando because of Brandon? Yes. So annoying. <laughs> Brando is uh, what uh, Nat called... Uh, Brandon Walsh uh, when he worked at the Peach Pit on I Not Do There you go. Um, immunity challenge. It's one of these multi-parter things. Massive puzzle piece. Uh, uh, this is a, I, I kind of like this puzzle. These big block three-dimensional puzzle. Um, and Lulu's terrible again. <laughs> I mean, they That's where they started. They fall out of this thing so fast, and again, they are losers. Uh, Reba wins. Yeah. Blue Blue follows suit. Let's talk about Lulu. Let's talk about targeting Caleb. Like, I don't even, how is that even on the table? No idea. This is 
insane. I mean, it's anyone is is available to go except for him. Yeah. Uh, um, and Sabaya starts telling everyone like about, hey, I'm going to melt this idol. And right when I get there, I'm going to get to vote. And Emily has been brought in on this plan to vote Caleb, but also knows about Sabaya's maybe inability to vote if the candle yep. didn't melt. Yep. She goes to Caleb and is like, hey, this is not me being crazy. I'm actually telling you this. And that's the cliffhanger we got. Like, should he believe her? Should he not? Yeah. And I would believe her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, Caleb has been so smart this entire game. I mean, like, he's he's been really well good at comp- competitions, things like that. He's really carried this team in any way he can. But the fact that he saw that Emily is on a down and outs, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to make sure she feels like I'm on her side no matter what's going on. Then he goes and talks to the Red Tribe and individually talks to each one of these people and made these connections. Like, he has done everything right in a short amount of time, which is unreal because I don't think this, some people don't get this advantage to do this and also, like, don't have the personality to do it. He's done everything right. When Emily approaches him, I'm like, this is this is all what it led up to. This is everything you've been working for at this point. Like this is insane that it's coming down to this. And the yeah. fact that Sabai is going to turn on the one guy that she's able, to, she she and Caleb are the only two people that are any good on this team as far as competitions go. Like you would throw him out already. Like you're insane. Like absolutely insane. That goodwill that you gave to Emily has come right back to you. Paid off. Nice bow on it, right? I also yeah. like the fact that Sabaya like. Like not knowing if she can actually cook this idol off in front of everyone else is like I'm doing it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I remember last week on on the pod, I go, if I go to tribal, I'm going to stick it in the fire tribal, and then yeah. she, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, just so arrogant when she was doing it too, just like, oh, I'm just going to put this right here, just let it cool I mean, off. They won reward and they got fruit. I would, would you maybe have bartered and be like Jeff, can we trade fruit for flint? Right. Not how the game's played. <laughs> you do it sometimes, right? Dude, this is crazy. They haven't had fire in like two and a half weeks or however long this has been. However many days this has been. We played the sped up version now, so it's probably only been about a week. Still. Yeah. Don't know don't know the don't know the temperatures out there or I mean I guess you don't have the you have a water well, so you don't have, you don't have to boil water. All right. But, also like you're about to eat some ceviche since you can't cook the fish. <laughs> if but they don't have anything to catch the fish because they don't have fishing gear. Well, they, I guess they stole some now. But. They stole it. Yeah, they stole it. Yeah. Uh, what an adventure yeah. over at the Lulu tribe. Um, but also, Caleb Caleb is right to be skeptical in this moment, too, where like Emily comes up to him last minute. But like, why would Caleb think that his team wants to vote him out? He literally has done everything for this team. He won them fruit. He's got the fishing gear. Like, he's done all these things. Like, if I'm him, I'm also like, whoa, 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 crazy. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> But you also have to be, he probably has a read on people like, oh, their demeanor seems different when they talk to me than it did a few yeah. hours ago. He's really sharp. Anyhow, so Baya plays dumb at tribal, says like, hey, like, I think Emily's still on the ropes, you know, and eventually like pulls the idle thing out of the fire, lets it sit in front of her to cool just for safety, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And go, it's time to vote. And she doesn't open up her idol. And I was like, I want to see her open the thing. Uh, and I was hoping it was going to be a clue and not the actual idol. Oh man, or like there's one more step to it, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I was so hopeful it was going to be like, congratulations. Now here's a map to where the idol yeah, is. Yeah. It's <laughs> under the water well. Fuck. Uh, Jeff, can I be excused for a minute? Yeah. Uh, but uh, also, like the fact that she can, she knows that if she doubles down on this and keeps it, like the 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 the, the, the engine is like, if I keep this for one more, I can actually use it in the when we merge. And it's like, whoa, that's big. Yeah. What was it? It was up until the up until the merge, right? Right until yeah, like she can if she holds on to it, it, it increases in power, right? So 
And, and actually, I think this one increased maybe more than the one that Austin got. Yeah, there was an extra step to it. Either way, and in her head too, like she's like, I'm good. I mean, like she's sold everybody on her plan here. <laughs> so she, she sacrificed her vote, and she's like, she thinks she's got it locked down. And I was like, oh yeah. And when I watched this, uh, I think I watched it probably like I don't know, not even a full day after you did. But you said, oh, Survivor was an all timer, so I'm just bracing for something badass to happen. <laughs> um, and I'm like. Uh, at this point, I'm like, she's not going to vote. Nothing <laughs> yeah. had happened yet. I was like, she's not going to vote. I, know. I, I felt kind of bad because I'm like, you set it up something like this. By the time you get to this point, you realize like something's going one way. So, but it's still possible. And also like the fact that she has to like, explain what this idol does kind of thing. It's like, hey, duh, everybody. <laughs> so it's two votes for Sabaya, one for Caleb. She doesn't vote. She goes home without voting and with an idol in her pocket. Beautiful. Um, next week, all we saw was drop your buffs. But again, so we have what three people left on this tribe? Do yep. we do we drop our buffs and go odd, uh, uneven splits, or do we, <laughs> or do we go? The other two tribes still haven't sent anyone home, right? No. So there's one, two, three, four, sixteen people. So we go two tribe to eight. Hmm. Maybe that's what we do. Yeah. Into a full reshuffle, and then really the game starts all over again. I, it got I, me thinking, like, has the team ever gone down to, like, two people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the season um, with Denise and Malcolm mm. on Survivor, which there was a... Uh, it was, like, 2012, I believe, and uh, I think it was in Philippines. They got wiped out just like this. And then they're like, okay, well, you go over there and you go over there. And Malcolm ends up becoming an all-time player and Denise wins the season. Wow. And wow. it was it was pretty incredible. Um, that's what the an episode. What an episode. I mean, like these three episodes here are like all going down to the last minute of the episode and just been like, wow. Really great week. I'm still getting caught up on some of my Bravo, but I'm staying focused on, on, on getting these... Uh, uh, checked out. Finally, watched the end of uh, Sailing Yacht. That was quite interesting, and the reun- ensuing reunions as well with the the dynamic between Daisy and Colin and Gary. But, Fun uh, stuff. I totally uh, forgot about that. Yeah. Also so watching, <laughs> also watching Salt Lake and Southern Charm and 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 all the things and the ones we said were coming up soon. Uh, so anyhow, uh, let's get on out of here. Before we do, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online. Check us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you, download, wherever you download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. Check our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at iFellover45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley. At Fantasy, the number four reality on Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, we remind you, all is fair in love, war, and challenges, and also, this tribe is spoken.